Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast by Ugly Ventures. I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, and the co-founder at Ugly Ventures, a place where entrepreneurs like you can find the tools and capital to grow your business. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast. Thank you for joining me. Today, I'm kind of continuing on a trend of doing sort of off-the-cuff, related but not related things to marketing, more focusing on entrepreneurship and the entrepreneurial journey, because I feel like so many founders in my community um, are, of course, obviously entrepreneurs themselves that are handling the marketing on their own. And so if that is you, I'm speaking directly to you in today's episode. I just have something that's been kind of on my mind that I think might be useful to share because it's a concept that I had never really consciously thought about. And now that I have some awareness around it, I feel like I can better prepare myself for these kinds of situations in the future. So for anyone that's been following me or, or know me, um, I've been working as a fractional CMO for maybe like upwards of six, five, six years. Um, and before that, I've been marketing director, sales and marketing director for uh, across many different kinds of verticals. So I've had a lot of varied experience. And recently, I've taken on a huge client that's taking up probably about 90% of my time. So it's really like having a full-time job and I've been integrated into the organization in a way that I never had been before as a consultant. Have a huge team, about 13 people that I'm working with that are, you know, a mixture of contractors and employees and for marketing departments actually pretty big uh, for a startup marketing department. So I've been working through a lot of feelings about Um, losing a little bit of the independence, kind of being integrated into organization in a bigger way, um, and being responsible, more responsible for a team of employees rather than just having contractors. And I know that you founders out there that are in the stage where you're starting to bring on full-time employees, taking on that responsibility, there's such an interesting thing that happens psychologically right, to yourself and to team members when they become employees. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I think there's a lot of things to dig into and it's just a conversation that I want to start. Um, And it's really centered around the theme of being thrown off. So it's kind of a combination of these two things. So when I joined uh, with my current uh, client, Um, and sort of taking on this deeper role and deeper responsibility and being more tied to an organization, I didn't really think twice about how I would feel and how that would change um, just the, the, the emotions that I had around what I was doing, right? So when you take on a big project or a big client that's making up a significant portion of your revenue, I was not prepared for the psychological ramifications. I I really wasn't. And I think anyone who's holding on to, you know, like a big account that makes up, you know, more than 50% of your total revenue could probably relate because once you get into those kinds of situations, you're really like beholden to someone else. You know, you, you may be your own boss, right? You may be your own 
you know, founder of your own company, but if you have your client base that is making up that much of your revenue, one client, right? Um, things really start to shift in how you feel because you start to realize that, okay, well, if this uh, doesn't continue, right? If this, for some reason, uh, they don't, you know, resign the contract or, uh, you know, things don't go well, then you're going to lose that significant portion of revenue. And psychologically, there's a whole bunch of stuff that come into play. And I was talking to um, my teammate in this project who actually works as fractional um, sales director. And he was really articulating this feeling, right? And and when he brought it up, I, I was like sort of shocked. I was, uh, he was saying, you know, once you become kind of an employee, right, versus uh, just you know, having your revenue sort of spread across many different clients or many different projects, you play it safe, right? You want to play it safe because of that fear, that fear of loss and that desire for control. And so I realized over this quarter that, that I started this position that I 100% have been um, like articulating that in my own actions, right? Like wanting to go the safe route, wanting to kind of continue with the status quo because that is what will keep me safe instead of going out on a limb and really protecting um, my ideas and what I believe needs to happen. You know, there's like a sense of approval that comes that is needed from your leader or whatever it is. And it generally, honestly, to be honest, has been a huge struggle for me um, to adapt. And the reason why I stay in the situation is reminding myself of why, you know, why I took on the project. Uh, the project that I'm currently working on is not is not really a startup, it's a scale-up. And I wanted to be having that kind of experience um, with, you know, humongo budgets, uh, just dangerously aggressive targets, um, because I, I really wanted to understand and get my hands dirty on just, like, just what it takes. And I've been getting that experience. I've been completely satisfied with the idea of getting that look behind the curtain. It's been thrilling and exciting and challenging. But at the same time, I mean, there's a lot of parallels between what I'm going through and what you're going through as a founder, right? And whether you're scaling up from being a solopreneur to like taking on your first handful of contractors to build a team, or you've been building a team for a while and you're ready to kind of get to the next level of, of getting employees, I think that there's psychological border that you need to cross at every single stage because you know building a business on every level takes a different mindset like a shift in thinking to get you from where you are to where you want to be and of course this also applies within your own job like if you're not entrepreneurial I think there's also a, a lot of value in sort of what this conversation is is implying which is like Understanding like who you need to be and emotionally like what situation you're getting yourself into as you level up. And the idea of being thrown off 
has been one that I think is so powerful to start to identify the situations that would throw you off. And I was, uh, I was listening to a podcast of Amy Porterfield, who's like, I mean, marketing maven, um, online marketing maven, who's just, just great. She had a wonderful podcast yesterday, which I will post in the show notes about just this topic, being thrown off by different things going on. And for her, it was like a move. So she brought it through like a move. And then she also talked about getting a book deal and all of the things like the emotions and the situations that unexpectedly come to you, even when really good things happen. Um, and sort of the depression or the uneasiness or the dissatisfaction comes from the difference in what your expectations are versus what the reality is. And I think that there's, and I haven't done it yet, but what I'm hoping to do moving forward is to be a little bit better in taking the lo- like a longer view look at like a like an altitude wise like looking down on my life and what I'm doing and anything going on or any changes that are occurring and try to be conscious of what the expectations are and then listening to myself and the thoughts that I'm that I'm thinking right any negative thoughts that come up and pattern matching it against like what the expectations are and I think this is especially interesting when you start that phase of scaling up when you're bringing on team members for the first time or going from team member to employee because just like the emotional journey that I've been on sort of taking on this client that represents such a large portion of my personal revenue you know once you bring on employees they're the in the exact same boat right they're now reliant upon you for their income and supporting their families or or you know putting food on their table and it is a huge responsibility that i think oftentimes does throw people off guard and just now for for my own self, like managing this larger team, that is a mix of contractors, employees. Now, obviously I've been so much more used to working with contractors, um, that I've built for clients kind of on a tailor made basis based on needs. So I never really brought in a team of employees because I always was sort of fitting people in where, where they would perform best based on like the kind of client. Right. Uh, but the employees that I'm leading now, you know, there's such an emotional element to someone working, you know, as an employee in an organization. It's tied, of course, to their, their, their income. But emotionally, you know, people have certain motivations on why they're in that position, what, you know, how they want to grow, what they want to learn. Um, you know, oftentimes you're dealing with, you know, personality conflicts or just like all these little HR things. And again, it's like with any size employee, uh, you know, any amount of workforce that you have in your business, I think that with contractors, there's like a divorce from, okay, I'm doing this. If I'm super unsatisfied, then I just don't have to continue with this client. I can always find another client. There's that mentality. And when you're an employee, you've made like a bigger commitment. Now, obviously, you know, you're not signing your name in blood when you join an organization, 
but there's just something different that happens, right? It's a simultaneous, like, shedding of, of sort of your freedom in a way, but there's also that safety net. That's why, you know, that's why a majority of people want to have um, an employer, right? Because they want that security. But with that comes a lot of different emotional ramifications. Hold on. We've got some ladies talking loudly in my walk. So, so yeah, so again, like I don't have a lot of really keen, actionable insights because this is something I'm working through myself right now. But I think, again, it's just a really interesting conversation to open. And especially in a time where coming off of COVID, like people are starting their side hustles at just an an amazing rate, right? So you have, maybe you're in the situation where you're working um, with team members that have their own side hustle, right? Employees that have their own side hustle, you know, organizations like, even like Google give their employees a full day off of work a week to work on their own projects. There's so many benefits of having, um, you know, team members that are passionate and, and are, are executing on their own vision and feel like they're bettering their own lives. But there is a balance that comes from um, being responsible, right, for being a leader, right? Because when it comes down to it, all of this is about leadership, being a leader of team, but being a leader in your in your own life, right? And being able to have that foresight of... Um, thinking critically about where your life is going, how things are changing and and turning in your life and how to sort of prepare yourself for them. Of course, there's going to be things and situations that always throw you off and you don't know what you don't know. But I believe, and I'll get back to you on this, that, you know, a simple journaling practice of reflection on this exact thing is really going to help navigate twists and turns, um, as you grow as a person, as you grow your organization or growth in organization, uh, grow your, your, your business. So anyways, I hope this was interesting. If not, please send me a comment. If yes, please send me a comment or take a screenshot of this episode and share it on Instagram. Please follow. Um, I always post new episodes on Instagram at ugly, U-G-L-I ventures is the handle. Um, and I just so appreciate Anytime anyone comments and says they listen to the podcast, it's always like a pleasant surprise and warms my heart one degree that maybe, you know, I'm helping anyone out there work through their lives and and their business. So thank you for listening and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Starbucks podcast. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Marketing for Startups podcast and for sticking around till the end. It would mean so much to me if you could like and subscribe to this podcast. It's a great way of telling the world that this podcast has content worth listening to. And remember, you could always reach me at LinkedIn at Victoria Hajar or at UglyVentures.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week.